0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Do. do Damage. It's the Lugow All there. right,
1: let's go. Tommy Lugow. Lugie, here on the Lugow. Giant fans, I'm going to need you to be honest with me right now. I'm going to have you reach deep down in your soul, and you need to be honest with me right now. Do you want Bill Belichick coaching the Giants? Because it's starting to feel like a real possibility. Do you want Bill Belichick coaching the Giants? 877-337-6666. A report came out earlier. From Albert Breer that Robert Kraft has already had discussions about moving on from Belichick. Now, first and foremost, I believe that Bill has earned the right to coach in New England as long as he wants. He's earned that right. He has. But I don't own the Patriots. Robert Kraft does. And if Robert Kraft is tired of Bill Belichick or wants to move on from him, that's his prerogative. He writes the checks. He keeps the electricity on over there. It's Robert Kraft's team. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. I believe Belichick has earned the right to stay there as long as he wants. And it's a mess. New England stinks. They're awful. Mac Jones is a total stiff. Belichick, post-Tom Brady, not so great. Now, the quarterback play has not been good, whether it be Cam Newton, whether it be Mac Jones. It's been a mess, and it just goes to show you need everything. You need a coach. You need a quarterback. You need a general manager. One thing above all does not make you a winning team. You need everything, right? Belichick's the greatest, and, and look what he's been since Brady, okay? So, if you read the tea leaves, now, Brady, excuse me, Belichick is twenty nine thirty wins away from breaking Don Shula's all-time wins record in the NFL. I think Bill wants that record. Who wouldn't? So he's going to stay around long enough to break that. Now, if you read this, if you believe this, and if you think Belichick is done in New England, done, out at the end of the year, look, Mara, we know, loves Belichick. This is just my assumption. No one has told me this. But I would assume the chances there to get Belichick, Mara would probably jump at that, especially off a bad year here. Now, maybe the Giants turn it around. I don't think, the, I think they'll win on Sunday, but I, I don't think they're going to go on any kind of run here. Jones, we know with the injury. I don't think he's coming back. Taylor is not getting into the playoffs. All right. So that leaves the conundrum because... If Belichick comes in, Shane's out, we know Dable would be out, they're going to start over. Belichick is not exactly a spring chicken here either. How many more years is he going to coach? All right, passes Shula, 30 wins, but that could just be a couple years. And in Belichick, you're starting over, you're gutting this out, new quarterback, new GM, new everything. But you're getting the greatest of all time. But a guy that hasn't been successful without Tom Brady. So that's the conundrum if you're a Giant fan. Now, Brian Dable, who I like a lot, people's champ, had a great year last year. And I don't think I'm overstating it. The expectations going into last season for the Giants was two to three, four wins. I mean, come on. They were a bad football team he took over. He got them into the playoffs, and they won a road playoff game. That's what he did. Now, this year has been a mess, a disaster, totally, awful, awful. It's taken a step backwards. It's been bad. It's a honeymoon. A honeymoon that, you know, your flight gets canceled. First delayed, then canceled. They lose your bags and it rains the entire time you're in Aruba. That's that's the honeymoon so far this year with, with Dable. But he was good last year. And he's way younger. And he's shown promise. And the Giants are building something here. Do you start over to bring in Belichick, an older coach, we don't know how long he wants to be here. Now, Belichick handling New York media is worth the price of admission. Do you, as a Giant fan, want Bill Belichick as your coach? If you asked me, I would say no. I would say no because I'm not saying Brian Dable is going to be the next Bill Belichick. I'm not going to say that, especially right now, the way things are going. But you have a younger head coach, coach of the year, first year in, Brought them to the playoffs, showed promise. This has been a bad year on multiple levels. Brian Dable is not the sole reason the Giants have been bad. We know that. A healthy Thomas, a healthy Barkley, a healthy Jones. They were in the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game with not a lot of talent around them. That's what Brian Dable was able to do last year. But does the owner want Belichick so badly that he'd be willing to start over for Bill Belichick? 877 66 6666. Patrick is in Brooklyn. What's up, Patrick?
2: Hey, Tommy. Uh, yeah, the Belichick thing, you know, maybe uh, if we were able to get him before Dable was brought in, yeah, you could convince me. Not right now. Have him go out to uh, the Cardinals or the Chargers this offseason. Let him break Shula's record. And
1: uh, Well, Patrick, you, know, you, mentioned, you mentioned two teams there that uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention another one because there's a team – that are uh, you know pretty close by that actually would be a better fit for Bill Belichick and that's the Jets. I mean, really, I mean Sala. You know whether you think he's a good head coach or not, the Jets next year with Rogers healthy with a better roster, Belichick goes in there. Dare I say, which I don't think he would, but if Belichick would go to the Jets, they're more of a ready-made now team to win a Super Bowl next year. I think we can all agree on that at this point. Where the Giants it would be a total, you know, they would change everything, new quarterback. Like I said, Belichick in their new GM, they'd be starting over. So now you're starting over with, a, with an older coach and a coach that has not been successful without Tom Brady. So you got to get a quarterback in here with Bill. That's what you would need. And that, that's, a, that's a tough sell. Like, I just think you're building something here. You want to see these guys grow old together. Shane, Dable, and I still think Daniel Jones, but the health is an issue with the neck. Can he stay healthy? Even a young quarterback with Dable and Shane. Right, even if Jones stays here, you draft a quarterback and you try to uh, develop that that quarterback. I think that's the better route. But Mara, his love affair with Belichick, is that going to just be too seductive, too tantalizing for him to pass on? Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Dan is in Connecticut. What's up, Dan? Hey, Lou, I, I, I'm
2: concerned about this. Coach conversation. Yeah. How is Belichick the best coach in football history? Like, Bill Walsh created the West Coast offense. Mm -hmm. George Seifert followed him up. Bill Belichick, you know, what has he done without Tom Brady? Zero.
1: No, listen. His his resume post-Brady, without Brady, before Brady is not good. But the bottom line is, when he was with Brady, they won and they won a lot.
2: But, you know, Phil Jackson won a lot when he had Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Shaquille. No, O'Neal. you need
1: players, of course, especially in the NBA. You absolutely need players. But guess what? A lot of those teams didn't win before Jackson got there, and Phil was the missing piece. He knew how to manage egos. He knew how to manage superstars. You want to say the triangle offense, fine, whatever. I think it's a little overblown, much like the 2-3 zone in Syracuse. But it, was, it worked for the players he had, and he won with them. So, uh, Dan, thanks for the call. He was the missing piece. And you're right. Belichick before Brady, after Brady, not been good. But Mac Jones can't play quarterback. Cam Newton was way past his prime. Bill Belichick with the right quarterback now. Can he win? Yes, absolutely. He's one of the great—he's the greatest head coach, one of the great defensive minds. Like, come on. Let's be honest. I mean, nobody's winning with that team right now in New England. They are horrible. Skill position players, worse in the league. Mac Jones is a stiff. It's bad. And I'm sure Belichick is wearing out his welcome behind the scenes. I'm sure he is. That's why Robert Kraft has had discussions about moving on. I get it. And if you're Robert Kraft, I understand that. Like, you realize, look, we had an amazing run. Belichick, Brady, all those teams in New England, they took New England out of the gutter and they put them in the Super Bowl basically every single year. But you can't hang on for that forever. Clearly not working, clearly not going to turn around. So I get it from Kraft's uh, point of view, but I also think Bill should be able to stay as long as he wants. But my gut here... Is they're going to move on from Belichick? And my gut is that Mara is going to want to hire Bill Belichick. The question is, as a Giant fan, do you want that? And do you think that is the right thing? 877 337 6666. Tommy Lugauer. Lugie here on the Lugauer. More of your calls on the uh, Giants. Belichick. We will get into something Alex Rodriguez said on Evan and Tiki today. And there's some scuttlebutt in the NBA that. Myself as a Nick fan was very interested when I saw it today. We will get into all of that right here on The Fan in New York City. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 652 here
1: on The Fan in New York City. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, Here on the Lugauer, 877-337-6666. We'll get back to your calls in one second. Giant fans, do you want Bill Belichick to coach the team? But I I just got to get this off my chest because this to me is just a disgrace. And we allow this as a society and I just don't understand it. Now, I've always admittedly had a love-hate relationship with Halloween. Love-hate relationship. There are some years throughout my life, I'm 38 now, where I was into it. Where I was like, I want to get dressed up. I got my costume picked out. This is going to be awesome. We're going to a party. We're going to Atlantic City. Whether I was in college, tremendous. I loved it. And there were some years where I'm like, eh, I don't really. I'll throw on my you know Jeremy Shockey jersey and, and you know put my hat backwards and call it a day. Now, fellas, you know the deal. Halloween, great, great holiday. We know that. We understand that. Because guess what? The weather's getting colder. You won't see a pair of legs for the rest of the year, by the way. So get it in during Halloween. That's fine. I'm all for that. Here's what I'm not all for. Halloween, wherever it falls. If it falls on a weekend, great. If it doesn't, you get one weekend to celebrate this. I already got to see pictures on Instagram of people having Halloween parties last weekend. That means you'll see it last weekend, this weekend, another weekend, and then on Halloween. That is a freaking disgrace. I'm sorry. You get one weekend for this crap. Uh, What the hell? Honestly... You don't need multiple weekends. Why does Halloween get three or four weekends to be celebrated? What are we doing? Oh, well, no, no, no. You have one weekend to do it. You want to do it on the Friday? You want to do it on the Saturday? I might even allow, if it's on a Monday, to do a Friday, Saturday, Monday. I might even allow that. But this idea that we're having costume parties three weeks out before Halloween is a joke. And we sit around and allow this type of stuff. And nobody brings it up honestly enough if you're having the parties you're the problem too the ones that hosting the parties if i get invited to a party well you know why not i'm gonna go especially if i'm a single guy single gal want to meet somebody whatever you are part of the problem you should not be having halloween parties costume parties three weeks before halloween that is ridiculous by the way okay let me give you an example new year's eve If I said to you, hey, I know New Year's Eve is in three weeks, but can we celebrate it now and, you know, mock the ball dropping? Of course not. You wouldn't do that. There's one New Year's Eve. There's one New Year's Eve. Why are there not one Halloween? One time. Like I said, if it's on a Tuesday, Wednesday, you want to do it over the weekend, night of, fine. Three weeks out is a disgrace and a joke, and it needs to stop. Now. Do you want Bill Belichick to be the coach of the Giants as I try to take this back to sports? But in all seriousness, Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, here on the Lugauer. we got to take another break. We When we get back, your calls, Bill Belichick, do you want him on the Giants? Plus, Alex Rodriguez said something today on Evan and Tiki. Uh, if you're a Met fan, we'll we just drive you nuts. We'll try to get to the bottom of that. Plus, there's some scuttlebutt. Little scuttlebutt, little rumor and innuendo going around the NBA right now that should get Nick fans excited. We'll get into all that right here on the Lugauer. Seven oh three, here on the fan, Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, the Lugauer. Got you to seven thirty Thursday night football, Jags Saints in New Orleans. You know, I hate living in the past, but sometimes as a sports fan, especially when you haven't seen a lot of success. From a certain team, you just hold on to things, right? You don't want to let it go. And one of the things that as a Met fan, growing up in the 90s, I'm I'm 38. One of the things that I was looking forward to and very excited for as a Met fan, and did not happen, was A Rod coming to the Mets. Shea Rod, we all know that. It seemed like perfect. Grew up a Met fan, wanted to come here, Shea Rod. We had A-Rod on the show today, Evan and Tiki, every day, 2 o'clock on the fan 6: 6.30 and then into the Lugauer, and A-Rod talked about wanting to come to the Mets back in 2000. In fact, he says that he told his agent at the time, Scott Boris, that he would take a 50% pay cut to come to the Mets. 50%. So, who are we blaming? <laughs> we blaming Boris, who's like, "Yeah, no, no, we're not taking a pay cut. No way. By the way, Boris is now Pete Alonso's agent. Or do we blame the Mets for being cheap and saying even with that, you know, discount, even with that coupon, we're not signing A-Rod. And now I, like probably a lot of Mets fans tonight, will spend most of their night while they're watching a football game thinking about what could have been if Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, and look, forget about a lot of stuff, just... Great baseball player. I mean, come on. A-Rod's one of the great baseball players ever. And he claims that, look, I would have taken a 50% pay cut to come to the Mets. Just think how things might have been differently, not just for the Mets, for the Yankees. Right? In theory, he doesn't end up on the Yankees. Maybe the Yankees end up with Beltran. The Mets don't end up with Beltran. A-Rod's a a Met. You know, you do that with, what is that, the butterfly effect? Just how things would have been differently if A-Rod... Ended up with the Mets, and and you know he came on the show today and said, "Listen, I told Boris I take a fifty percent." He said haircut, but you know that's apparently a way of saying pay cut, of you know to come to here. It just fit. He said it'd be good for the Mets fans, for him. He grew up a Mets fan. The whole thing, match made in heaven, Shayrod. I mean, this this is Evans going to do a five hour Rico Brony on what could have been. I it's just it's unbelievable. The other thing is Joel Embiid. There is Scuttlebutt. Apparently, Chris Broussard on on FS1 today was saying that there's scuttlebutt around the league that Embiid wants to come to the Knicks. Now, apparently, there's a bunch of other teams, but I don't care about the other teams. We do a show here in New York. I'm a Knicks fan. Let me just say this. I understand that throughout the years, many, if not all, superstar players have left the Knicks at the altar. I'm not going to go through the list because it's going to make me want to vomit. I'll just say this as a big-time Knicks fan. I am not going to live the rest of my life with this notion that no superstar wants to come here because many have it in the past. No, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I am fully in belief that at some point, and by the way, I think Jalen Brunson is a superstar, but I am not going to live my life going, yeah, no, just because a lot haven't come here, that in the future, no superstar player will want to come here. We know the situation in Philly's a mess. James Harden basically, you know, on his tour of quitting on every single freaking team he's ever been on. One of the biggest losers when it comes to playoff performances ever. Uh, I don't think he'll be long for Philadelphia. We know the situation there. When you call, you know, uh, Maury a liar, I mean, you know, you're basically out. So that, that whole situation's a mess. And now you have Embiid, superstar player, great player. If he comes to the Knicks, the Knicks are immediately, immediately a title contender, and we can finally, and I understand they won back in the day, but for many of you listening that want to see the Knicks get back, and we'll get to them next week because I have a lot to say, as you know, about my beloved New York Knicks. But if they were to ever get Embiid, they would automatically get right to the top of the Eastern Conference and be title contenders. Let's go out to Dan and Edgewater. What's up, Dan? Luigi, what's up, buddy? What's good, bro?
2: Love your energy, man. Love Appreciate energy. it. Thank you for the pre game uh, on Sunday. But listen, yeah, no Belichick. It. I don't want a dinosaur. I don't want I even, I can't even take Dayball's press conference <laughs> right now with the short answers. Yeah, he's and dagger with the, yeah, right now, with the injuries.
1: It. I get that. I know, I know.
2: But we need to build our offensive line. Get Saquon, get Daniel Jones back on the field, forget about Campbell, get Wandell Robinson, get um Hodges and or normal guys that we played good last year. We use those receivers and just move the friggin' ball. Jesus.
1: Yeah, no, I D- Dan, I get it. I understand and I understand, Danny. I, I appreciate um having hope and optimism for the year we're currently in. I get it. And I'm not gonna take the wind out of your sails with that. If you wanna believe by the way, I think the Giants beat Washington. On Sunday, because I just think Washington's ready to order for the Giants. They just seem like that team that's always there when the Giants need them, when they need a win, when they need to right the ship, when they need to get back on track. And I think the Giants win the game. The season's is lost, guys. I mean, come on. They're the, they're the worst team in football right now. And they're going to have to make a decision at the end of the year here. If Belichick becomes available and the owner wants him, and it's Bill Belichick, the greatest of all time, and you're coming off a bad year here with Brian Dable, there's going to be a decision that has to be made. And I understand wanting to get it going this year and all that, but you have to think a little bit, you know, in the future as well. And if you want to stay on track and you want to be like, hey, Giants are still making a run, like I said, feel free to feel that way. But likely not happening. So going forward, do they keep Shane? Do they keep Dable? Do they stick with Jones? Do they draft a quarterback? Or do they get rid of everybody and bring in Bill Belichick? That is a realistic Question: Because there are reports now coming out that Robert Kraft has already had discussions about moving on from Bill Belichick. Let's go out to Al in New Haven. What's up, Al?
2: Hey, what's going on, Luke? Yo, what's up? I wanted
3: to talk to you about something other than sports. It's about the Halloween thing you were just saying. Okay. You know why? The reason why we do so many things during of course in the month of October. Mm-hmm. There's too many things to do.
1: Well, hold on, Al, because I have no problem with celebrating Halloween over 30 days. I have no issue with that. But there are multiple things you can do to celebrate Halloween. You could go to, like, what do they call them? The Scream Parks. You can go on a haunted hayride. You can do all this stuff. I have no issue with that. If you want to stretch it out, that that's totally fine. My argument or my thing or my gripe is that I don't need costume parties. There's no reason you can't have a costume party the weekend of Halloween or the one right before it. Right? Like, three weeks, four weeks out, there's costume parties. Why? I'll tell you why. Because people are pigs, Al, and they want to have more than one. That's why. Stop being a pig. we got to celebrate Halloween for four months. we got to celebrate Christmas for seven months. Thanksgiving doesn't even get a parade. Yeah, that's right. It always goes back to Thanksgiving, the middle child holiday. The Thanksgiving parade. Santa, that pig, he's got to come out at the end of the parade. It's the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Not Santa coming out at the end of it. It's not a Christmas parade. It's a Thanksgiving parade. Halloween gets celebrated. There's costume parties in Labor Day weekend. Christmas, I'm already, John Legend's already telling me to buy gifts. Enough, John. I think it's John Legend in that commercial. I don't want to buy gifts yet, John. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the heads up. I know Tiki, the barbers do it too, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Thanksgiving's a great holiday. And yes, it always goes back to Thanksgiving. It doesn't even get a freaking parade that by the way called the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Let's go to Ryan and Rye. What's up? No coincidence. I saw. Go ahead, Rye.
3: Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Listen, Louie, I just want to make sure I understand this. Yeah. You are complaining? Yes. That they there are multiple weeks yes. of women on the weekend. No, no, no hold on, Ryan. No, yeah. you're going you know, well, to phrase on, it this on, way. No, wait a
1: second. Now wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Let me finish, please. Let Wait me, a minute, Ryan. Right. I know where you're going with this, Ryan, and I understand where you're coming from. I'm not complaining about that. I, I, I made that. I thought I made that clear. I'm not complaining about that. But it's unnecessary and ridiculous. And there's other holidays around here that doesn't get the same sort of attention. Halloween. We need fourteen thousand costume parties. I'm looking. I'm enjoying it on Instagram. But come sure. on,
3: I got single guys out there. I understand.
1: They want girls
3: dressed. Hold on a second, Ryan.
1: Wait a minute. You're gonna. You could go to a party anywhere. I mean, what? What are girls wearing a parka to a club in Manhattan? A poncho? Different
2: because
3: they're not being themselves.
1: I understand what you're a, saying. So they're playing a, the uh, the role of a nurse that night when they're out. So that's a little yeah, bit sexy. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. And they okay.
3: want to tend to
1: whomever they're. Taking no, care yeah, of no. It. I understand that. I watch a lot of videos throughout my life. I, I I understand where you're going with that, Ryan. But we don't need it over the course of a month. That's it. That, that that's it all. And by the way, me but screaming and yelling about it, it's not going to change you're it.
3: Married. I guess. But other guys may need a little extra. You know what, Ryan? You know. A guy,
1: a guy, my buddy Scott the newsroom brought that up to me. Where was this when you were single? No, no. I would have said the same thing when I was single. It's enough already. You don't need week after week after ah, week of it. crazy. Ryan, I'm telling I, you. I cleaned up. I cleaned up then. no, anyway, I,
3: I understand. I'm Belichick. Right? Like, listen. The guy's past his prime. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's over. Like, he was at the Giants. Yeah, he was a great defensive coordinator. They had him for the Jets for like a brief minute. In Cleveland, he was, you know, he stunk. Yep. Right? Yep. And, you know, as I said last time, I'd rather rub poop in my hair before having this guy, uh, you know, uh, coach me. Yeah, yeah, you,
1: you did. You did say that on Sunday, Ryan. I do. I do. I do remember that. So were the children listening and uh, parents had, had to explain that in the car, I'm sure. But anyway, yeah, right. I, I never said Belichick would be a good fit with the Giants. I'm just saying the owner loves him. And if he's there off a bad year of Dable, my gut feeling is that the Giants would hire him. My question to you as Giant fans, do you like that? Me, big time Giant fan, I don't want him. I like what they're building. You have to basically start all over with Belichick, an older coach. How long is he going to stay there? Is he past his prime? He hasn't done anything with Brady. I would not be excited about that. I would not be pumped up. I would not be happy about that. But Mara, the ownership, you know they love Belichick and I'm sure would be drooling at the opportunity to bring Bill in. And by the way, you know Bill loves to stick it to the Jets, and coming here and being a great head coach with the Giants would, in theory, be sticking it to the Jets. So I'm, so I'm sure you're getting a motivated Belichick, who, by the way, this might end up being an ugly divorce from the Patriot, uh, from the Patriots. We'll see. It hasn't played out yet. But it could end up being that way, so you'd have an extra-motivated head coach. 877-337-6666, Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, here on the Lugauer. More of your calls coming up. Do you want Belichick to coach the Giants? Right here on The Fan. 721, here on The Fan, Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, here on the Lugauer. Do you want Bill Belichick to coach the Giants? I'm not saying it's it's going to happen. I wouldn't want him to, but I think he's you know, past his prime. His record without Tom Brady, we know, is not great. It's it's just a mess there in New England. The team is bad. Mac Jones is a stiff, but we know Mara loves him. We know that the idea of Belichick coaching the Giants, I'm sure, would be a lure for Mara, and I'm I'm sure that that's something they'd want, right? Like this sort of reunion with the Giants. But Brian Dable, I understand this year's been bad. I understand the honeymoon has been awful, in it's second year here, but. You got to remember, I mean, they made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. I know it's hard. It almost feels like 100 years ago, but it wasn't that long ago. And Brian Dable, I think, has certainly, off last year, earned the right to build what he's building here with Shane. Because if Belichick comes in, you're changing everything. You're changing everything. And I like what the Giants are building here with Dable with Shane. Jones, we got to see. We got to see health-wise. I don't know what the neck, the injury. I'm not sure if he's even going to come back this year. You want to draft a quarterback. You want him to develop maybe – you know, behind Daniel Jones, that's fine. But as far as, like, starting over, as a Giant fan, I, I also don't want to start over. We started over so much through the years, and, I, and I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, let's go out to Stu in Point Pleasant. What's up, Stu?
3: Hey, Lugie. How are you, man? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I just wanted to bring up a couple points. At first, no for Belichick. That, that, that's, yeah, man. You know, we need somebody with energy, man. You know, table, the way he threw the, the pad at, what was it, Jones, after that play, I think, what, what was it, the, the interception, they ran it back, and they got to a yeah, the Yeah, the,
1: the pick six, when he threw the tablet at him on Monday Night Football against the Seahawks.
3: I'm a giant fan, season ticket holder, yep. you need a guy with energy, it's, listen, I'm going to tell you, you know, I, I played college ball in Marist in Poughkeepsie, and I was an offensive guard, you need an offensive guard, the kid Jones has no help there, you know, the, the pew came in, again. It made a difference. I mean, listen, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. If Jones came into that game in Buffalo, a healthy Jones, I think we would have won. Huh?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that 100%, Stu. I mean, everybody wants to sort of, you know, say how well uh, Tyrod or Tyrod Taylor played on Sunday. Come on. I mean, the Giants, I mean, jeez. They still weren't scoring touchdowns. They put up a lot of points. Yes, a healthy Daniel Jones with everything clicking with Saquon Barkley. Look, Saquon Barkley and Andrew Thomas have clearly been a huge losses for this team. And yes, that affects the quarterback. And everybody wants to point to Daniel Jones. He got the bag. He should make his teammates better. He should be better than, uh, you know, if Thomas is out, if Barkley's out, he needs to rise above that. No, no, hold on. The sums of the Giants have sucked this year. They stunk. They've done anything. No one around him, Daniel Jones, def- on defense, on offense, has been able to, you know, sort of rally around him and rise up. Now, the O line played better on Sunday. The defense played a lot better. But come on. If the defense played like that and the O line played like that with Daniel Jones under center, with Saquon Barkley, yes, they win that game against Buffalo. And yes, they're a better team because why? I saw it last year. They won games. When Thomas was healthy, when Barkley was healthy, when Jones was in there and healthy, and they were playing well. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm not even going to entertain the idea that Taylor is better for the Giants, a quarterback. Taylor is a veteran QB, a backup at this point, a good guy to have on you. You want a good backup. But no, no, Daniel Jones is the starter. The head coach has said it. He's the starter. If he's playing against Buffalo, they are winning that game. Let's go out to Gabe in Milltown. What's up, Gabe? All right, Gabe. Good to talk to you there. Let's go out to Steve in Hicksville. What's up, Steve? Uh, Lugie
2: Power. Go Lugie Power. Yo, what's up? But no but no fingerprints on the bathroom mirror, buddy.
1: And you know, it's funny. I brought that up so- to my wife when I got home, and she's like, were people really uh, uh, agreeing with me? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, mail callers? I go, yeah. They were, like, giving me the business for putting the fingerprints on there. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to? So we have, like, an hour argument about it. Look, we're going to agree to disagree with this, but, like, I don't understand how you can open a mirror and not leave your fingerprints. Yeah,
2: I know. My wife has an issue with it, too, but I'm married 36 years. and I've You, you, you pick
1: system. your battles. I understand that one. Believe me.
2: Yeah, pick your battles. Yep. So picking battles on Belichick, yeah, I don't see that. Sh- that ship has passed. I don't think he's going back to big blue. I-, I think he would not work with any of the talent there. I cannot see him coaching Danny Dimes or really anyone. He's a great coach. He doesn't fit in New York anymore, and they need, they need fresh blood. I, I, I don't have such an issue with Dave All. I do have an issue with Danny Dimes. He cannot read defense. I like him. He's a great B backup quarterback, but he's not a starting quarterback. I, he cannot read defenses. Everyone talks about the offensive line. A good quarterback can do play action. He can't do play action. So, although I agree, if last week's game, if Barkley's in there – Danny Dimes is feeling healthy. They got a good shot to win. But you know what? They're not going to get to the playoffs consistently year by year with Danny Dimes.
1: Yeah, Steve, I I, I disagree with you. Look, again, with Jones, the health is concerning, right? Another neck injury, the second one in his career. We don't know a lot about the first one. We don't know a lot about this one. The Giants are very cloak and dagger with their injuries. Speaking of Belichick, it's it's Belichickian the way Dayball is with injuries. I don't know why Andrew Thomas was not placed on IR. I don't know what the hell is going on with Daniel Jones here. Everything, like I said, is very cloak and dagger. I think Jones has the skill set to win in the NFL. I do. This year has been a disaster. He did not play well. I think he's mentally frazzled. I think he took a, a beating. The Giants' offensive line is historically bad. It is. It just is. They've had no continuity. They can't block. They can't protect. He took a pounding, and I think it got to him, both physically and mentally, where, yes, his accuracy was off. Yes, his decision-making was off. All of that. I don't think the receivers were making plays. And I understand this sounds like I'm making a million excuses for the guys, but come on. Are you watching the games? Taylor, yes, played well. Or Let me freeze that one. Taylor played okay on Sunday. But he also hasn't been playing behind this offensive line week in, week out. Let me see Taylor play for five, six weeks, getting sacked ten times a game, and let me know if his accuracy and decision-making is off. And, oh, by the way, Taylor at the end of the first half with a bone-headed decision, we know that. So it wasn't perfect there either. The Giants are a mess this year, and it doesn't fall on one guy. It doesn't fall just on Dable, and it certainly doesn't fall just on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones had a good year last year. He won a playoff game on the road, and I think he showed you what the potential is there. Now, no Thomas this year, no Barkley, Waller, Hyatt, guys not stepping up around him, hurt, plus the beating he's taken behind that offensive line. That is a major factor. I'm sorry. You can name the quarterback from Patrick Mahomes down. If everything is not working around him, it is tough to rise above it year in, year out. You need everything. You need the head coach. You need the offensive line. You need the defense. It's not one man. It's not one man. So I still believe in Daniel Jones, but we got to see what's going on with this neck and his long-term health. That'll do it for me. My thanks to Connor Green on the other side of the glass. We have Thursday night football coming up here on the fan. Westwood ones coverage. Jags, Saints, Evan and Tiki. We are back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. If you missed the A-Rod interview, it's on the Odyssey app, and we posted it online wherever you get your podcasts. Have a good night. See you later.